Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Side Quest. My name is Joey and I'm your GM as always and with me I have two of the greatest PCs of their respective... Oh, you already know. First up we have Dan. Dan, how are you? Doing well. How are you? Are you excited today, Dan? Mm-hmm. We got a little bit of a thing planned for the people. It's going to be good. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be good stuff. It's going to be good stuff. A true return to form. Yes. You thought we were gone, but no, we're back. Guess who's back? Speaking of people that are back, next up we have Richie. Richie, how are you, bud? Hey, uh, what's going on, bro? Man, it's been a minute, but we're here. We're recording again. I keep touching my microphone for some reason, which I'll hate myself for later, so I really got to stop doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, I'm, I'm excited to be back in the saddle. Uh, we got some big release schedule news for the people after the episode, so stay tuned for that. <laughs> but... uh yeah, man, we're getting back to it. Getting back to it, and on the like I said in the last episode, the downhill slide. Yes, <laughs> for, that, for that. the second half of the season, <laughs> and it's gonna be great. Uh, it, this this episode by no means sets that tone. Just so I don't get used to what's about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so when we last left off, Richie, if you can channel Din for me, when we last left off, Din had found out some pretty terrible things uh, just in general about his life. Yep, it's uh, that. Boy, it's it's hard out here for a player. You know what I'm saying? Like, sisters in the hospital, friends. Oh, man. I don't, friends? Question mark? I don't know. I'm rethinking some important life choices here. Yeah, it's just, it's, the world's real gray. You know what I mean? It's time for a change. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that Dr. Cogsbuckle, Boulder, and the kids will be fine. Oh, it'll be great. I have uh, no doubts about that. Uh, we're going to pick up and join you. You messaged Nelson last time, asking him to come pick you up after you had your confrontation with Boulder outside of the hospital. And that's uh, that's where we're going to pick up. I, I, are you gone for good, then, Or what are we doing? I'm going to be honest. I, I really don't know. It's kind of... I'm in a bad place. It's in, in my own head. And uh, I guess the only time will tell. I mean, you know, maybe, maybe I just stick with Nelson for the, the rest of this ride that I... Uh, call my life or i just leave i just pack up and uh and leave if new haven ever figures boats out then <laughs> you could get off of the island yeah i know right or like a car that flies i gotta I gotta write that down really work on that i believe in you if people hadn't stolen your jump jets i'm sure you would have already figured it out uh... <laughs> <laughs> well um dan i'm gonna save uh what's going on with you for the episode so why don't we just get into it and entertain some people sure a jet black sign with gaudy faux gold lettering hangs somewhat crock-sided over the elegant neon flourishes of the former silk speakeasy on the lower side of the west end the club now dubbed simply nelson's is unrecognizable from its refined classy former self Blackout curtains adorn the insides of the two large windows at the front, and the ornate wooden doors have since been replaced by large doors made of black metal with gold-painted accents. Two severe-looking men in black suits flank either side of the chain doors as loud thumping bass emanates from inside. In synchronization, their eyes follow the path of a long, jet-black cruiser as it snakes to a stop along the curb in front of them. The rear passenger side door opens and Nelson unfolds his extra-large frame from the seat, followed by a haggard Den Wiesel. Nelson closes the door as Den limps to the side, holding his ribs before starting up the matted red carpet for the front doors. So, Den, you hobble in behind Nelson as he walks up the carpet, kind of nodding to the two guys on either side of the doors. You don't recognize them. They uh, look 
particularly, how do I put this nicely? They look particularly unrefined. <laughs> uh, definitely new recruits, uh, but they nod to Nelson as they pull the doors open. And the bass that was already kind of unbearably loud, like just hits you in the face while a sound style. And you can see lights flashing from inside the club. There's, as you walk in the doors and the, and the light from outside is kind of drowned out as the doors close, you can see a couple people dancing in like a, almost like a drug state on the dance floor that as the lights flash, like yellows and golds and black light style, like just washing over everything. When the black light hits things like the ground and walls, stains that you don't want to think about what they are kind of light up and then go away very quickly. Uh, but they, they stick in your mind. <laughs> oh, stick. Dick. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you make a note not to touch things, mm. <laughs> not to touch certain things. Uh, as you follow, ne- follow Nelson through uh, the sparse crowd towards his booth in the back, he, he makes it back there, nodding to a few other people along the way. Some people acknowledging him, uh, some people straight up ignoring him. And he kind of sits down with a huff in the booth and motions over to the other side of this round booth with a table in the middle for you to sit down. Do you do so? Yeah. Uh, as best he can while trying not to put a lot of like, uh, I guess, moving of the skin when you kind of sit, you know, you got to bend on my ribs kind of thing. I'm trying to like nurse it as best I can. Yeah. So you like gingerly sit down the last like couple inches, your body and muscles can't actually handle it anymore. And you kind of plop harder than you'd want to and wince as your ribs sting. And uh, Nelson looks over at you with a worried look, even behind his dark black shades that he has on. He says, uh, so then what? Uh, you didn't really say much in the car, man. What happened? Uh, 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 now, uh, dude, the night, I, uh, all right, so, sorry, a lot of pain, golly. Yeah, you gotta be careful, man. The booth will stick to you if you're not careful. Oh, okay, I'm just gonna push the stick again out of my head. Um, let's see, <laughs> Bro- broke it to, like, this, uh, this donut joint, took a toilet ride down to, like, a basement, Doc and uh, the other one, we were talking to a robot. Uh, he forgot his name. You know what's got this kick? A lot of things happened. Met some stuck up dude who's been apparently, what's the word, experimenting on people. And uh, one of our friends, giant sewer monster. I don't want to bore you with the details there. Uh, he was on like a big bug board. Uh, this one girl I was messing with named Fifi. Gosh, she was fine. She's no longer with us because she tried to eat me. Um, long story short, also found my long lost sister. Took her to the hospital. Almost shot uh, the big guy I was always hanging out with. I, for the life of me, don't care to remember his name. And, uh, well, that's why I text you. If I'm being completely honest, I am just worn out, bro. Nelson looks at you and he, as you were talking, he like slowly slid his glasses down <laughs> more and more with his mouth hanging open. Realizing that he's in this state, he closes his mouth and pushes pushes the shades back up and settles back into the booth, kind of laying an arm over the, the top of it. And he's like, well, uh, wow, wow, Dan. Um, I mean, typical uh, Friday night, I guess, if, if you think about it. Golly, you, <laughs> you right on the nose, bro. Whew. Yeah. Man, uh, so I, your message, I mean, it was kind of, I mean, angry is putting it lightly, but Doc, uh, Boulder, the school, like, you, you're done with all that stuff? I'm done with Boulder and, uh, and Doc, yeah. No, I can't, uh, I, I really can't be around those two anymore. It's too much. It's messy. Just too much information I'm being 
pushed out on. There's, uh, you know, you know, a girl named Marla. Sorry, everything's kind of blended together. I haven't really slept much, so I don't know. Marla Winkle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Man, really, really left us to die up there on the uh, the old tower that blew up. <laughs> and uh, well, I thought she was uh, in the past, but apparently she keeps popping up talking to uh, to Doc in uh, Boulder, not wanting to let me in on the whole secret thing. So there's just more lies on top of lies, and I just... No, yeah, I mean, I hear you, man, and honestly, like, uh, look, I don't want to say this, then, but I knew that's kind of what Boulder was leading everybody into. I mean, to be honest, like, you know, I told you that several times. No, but... I, I, and you know, it's, I always want to, I, I really want to believe the good people, you know? But, whatever. I just try to forget about all that, them... Yeah, man. No, like, like I got you. And look, hey, we're happy to, I mean, have you on full time. Uh, like, we'll get the tax paperwork and everything. No, nah, we don't have tax paperwork, <laughs> dude. I'm just kidding. We'll get the tax paperwork and everything filled out. But um, no, nah, man, I, you know, hey, uh, welcome to the Room Wars. Like, you're already a member and all that, you know, uh, honorary and uh, my number two, of course. But, you know, a little bit more uh, formal now. I think it'd be great, man. I think it'd be a great addition to the team. We've had some kind of, you know, some of the stuff fall to the wayside since uh, the regime change. But, um, you know, I, I, we're, we're, we're finding our way. You know, people still are scared and uh, scared of us and, and give us what we deserve. Sometimes we have to take it a little more forcefully. But, hey, it's uh, it's the Warrens, man. People people get hurt all the time. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I get it. It's hard out here, you know? Yeah, 100%. And, uh, you know, like, uh, really, I, I mean, I don't know, Dan. What do you uh, what do you want to do, man? I'd love to have you on like uh, routes or if you want to, um, yeah. you know, oversee some of like our collection stuff. I mean, we do it, you know. I'm here for whatever, whatever you need, bro. You know, I'm whatever. I'm, I'm here to help you out. Yeah, man. OK, well, you know, I kind of ease you into it because really, if you think about it, like um, I know you all had kind of a certain way of doing thing with uh the school and doc and and the other guy but you know i we do things a little bit different so maybe you can learn kind of our way of doing things and oh, yeah. you know if you got any input on it like 100 percent, i'm sure uh i'd love to hear that at some point but you know and uh it's about that time that like somebody comes up to the back of the booth and taps nelson on the shoulder nelson does not acknowledge him at all <laughs> for for a minute Ooh. uh big guy in a suit uh, Nelson finishes a sentence before turning and pulling down the shades to look up at the guy and the guy leans down and whispers into Nelson's ear. Nelson nods once and the guy kind of like skitters off. Nelson looks back at you and he says, uh, what was that? What was I saying, Dan? Uh, get, get me acclimated to the way, uh, you guys do things right here. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So we'll like, we'll get you like a crowbar or like a lead pipe. Uh, you know, you can put your name on it, whatever. Just right. make sure you take care of it. <laughs> and, uh, that's kind of like. You know, you got some guns. I mean, you already got like a shotgun and stuff. So, but the pipe's more fun, to be honest with you, more personal. Oh, I get that. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. And um, have you? Uh, I don't know how to ask this. But y'all have been gone a minute, like a hot minute, uh, doing doing other you know adventures and stuff. But uh, have you have you been in the Warrens lately? I've been under the Warrens, but uh, no, I haven't actually been uh, in the streets for a minute. Well, okay, then. Um and he kind of looks and like, like messes with the glasses a little bit, looking a little bit uncomfortable. And he's like, "Well, um, okay, well, you definitely need to get uh, acclimated to the new situation in the Warrens." If uh, got worse? Um, it's not great. Yeah, I mean, you know, like we're we're kind of, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But uh, but no, I mean, we're still top dogs, kind of like under. 
you know what I mean? Like top underdogs, oh. if you think about it. Okay. Yeah, right. So, uh, like, people still pay a scratch and everything, but there's also thing you'll you know what hey Dan I don't want to explain it's all very technical but you'll see we got the best people okay yeah yeah and speaking uh, so I'm gonna put you with I'm gonna put you hey uh, and he snaps uh, a couple times and he he says uh, uh, I'm gonna put you with one of our most senior guys a Din Din and he leans across the table towards you yeah Din if if you happen to accidentally shoot this man totally cool totally cool. Okay, you know two, you do whatever you want to. Uh, uh, Alright. You do whatever you, listen, you be doing me a favor, be honest with you. These other boys, they don't have the stones for it, but then I know you do. So uh hey, uh right. and you see uh, uh in, in kind of the like the light as it passes over, you hear like a scraping sound oh. and a shuffling. Oh that that and you immediately you, get flashbacks. That that said <laughs> you you said senior. That senior citizen. What is And it's a it's about that time around the corner of the high wall of the uh, booth back. You see uh, a very old, very round, hunched over man with a walker kind of like shuffle into view. He's in an impeccable suit, but it, there's some things that are mismatched. Oh. And uh, Nelson looks over at him and says, Hey, uh, uh, Din, uh, Din Wiesel, this is Lars. Uh, Lars is one of the most senior guys here, and I mean that strictly from like a experience perspective Lars not from a senior age perspective but this is this is Lars Lars introduce yourself Nelson what did I say about calling me a senior oh lord oh uh hey uh Lars you need to chill out dude I I will uh I will push an old man over <laughs> Nelson I've been here longer than you you need to shut your trap <laughs> Lars I yeah that's that's what I thought who is this guy over here uh, it did, uh, did, uh, Vesel, nice to meet you. Who? Did, 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 sir? Did Vesel? Hey, uh, Din, he is, uh, he's pretty deaf, dude. You gotta speak up a little bit. D- did Vesel? Did, did, alright. Oh, did Vesel, okay, got it. Uh, you know what? Actually, <laughs> gone by that name once before, so I guess I can roll with it. What do you want from me, Nelson? Lars. God, Lars. you know I hate your guts sometimes. <laughs> Lars. <laughs> Lars. What? Lars, you. I need you to go make your rounds. Take. Lars. I made your mom's rounds last <laughs> night. No. <laughs> 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 oh, <God. Don't. laughs> You gotta—he's got burn, uh, bro. What? What's up with that? Yeah, Nelson ain't got no stones on him. Look at that. Nah, dude. Uh-oh. Listen, Lars, shut up, <laughs> dude. He's like one of the—he's one of the most, you know, <laughs> he's one of the most senior people here. I, I, I like, I've tried. L- listen, Dan. Yeah. I swear, I've tried to kill this man so many times. <laughs> he won't die. Ah. Uh. Yeah, dude. I pushed like when he's not looking, like walking down steps. <laughs> I pushed him like four <laughs> times, dude. <laughs> Oh, gang, dude. Yeah, dude. I seriously, if you if you're out and look, you see like a puppy crossing the street. You know what I mean? Okay. And he goes to get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Just hit him with a car, dude. <laughs> uh oh. Just hit um, him with it. 
Uh, okay. Yeah, just hit it. Huh. Just run him up. And then, listen, listen, Den. This is very important. Lars, I'll get to you in a second. This is very important, Den. <laughs> what? Okay. Run him. Shut up, Lars. <laughs> I'll run it. Run him over, and then back up. <laughs> wow. That, all right. Hey, you, yeah. Hey, the you... walker may get tangled under the tires, dude. I'll pay for the damage. It's fine. <laughs> Man, you man, you really don't like this guy, huh, Nelson? Yeah, you'll learn then. You'll learn. <laughs> Lars! What do you want, Twinkle Toes? Oh, my God. <laughs> Lars, go make your rounds. Take Din with you. Where are we going? What do you, you know what your route is, Lars. I sent it to you in Messenger. <laughs> I don't know how to use this contraption. I told you this a thousand times, Nelson. Just check check your wad, Lars. Check your wad. Din will read it for you if you can't read it. All right. Come on, Nid. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yes, 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 sir. D- Din, yeah. Din, yeah. and Nelson just draws a <laughs> draws a finger across his throat <laughs> and sits back in his booth. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, and uh, well, one extra thing, uh, Nelson, can can I ask you for a, a favor before I head out? Din, Lars, you guys walk out of the walk out of the front of Nelson's club. Uh, the doors close behind you. The two guys, like <laughs> Din, as you pass the two guys at the front, they see you walking with Lars, and they both give you like concerned looks. But you just kind of quickly brush it off as you know, yeah, it's fine. He's just an old man. Like, what's the worst that could happen, right? Yeah. And uh, you you go around to the side, and in the alleyway, you see like a old style like very angular where all the cruisers now are very sleek and everything you Mm -hmm. see like an old like beat up black jalopy oh this this yours yeah that's mine good it's it's nice oh she's seen better days don't be too nice Uh, all right she's she's my baby i i understand that name's monica with a k uh it's it's great that's a great name. Then you you feel you feel absolute abject horror as you realize that this is your future. <laughs> hey, um, real quick, has he has Nelson ever like tried to I don't know, <laughs> like bl- blown your stuff up as like like a prank or something like that? Oh, Nelson's tried a bunch of stuff with me, but I just uh, I'll take that from that man, little pansy. Uh, all right, yeah, I just I don't know. I just think he has I. Didn't know if he had something like against names of certain like objects. Man, the day that he started here with the memoirs, don't even get me started. Uh, uh, yeah, yes sir, no. I, but you, you seem very agitated by it. I'm so, sorry, <laughs> sorry brought it up. All right, Dan, where are we going first? I think, uh, I, I think on your wad it said Ta- Tammy two, two Toes, the foot place. Oh, Tammy, yeah, Tammy, yeah. Uh, Din, as you look over at, at his wad, as you kind of like strain to, to read it, he, he has it angled away from you. You don't know if it's intentional or not. Try to like move it like around. Yeah, you kind of like pull his arm a little bit and it, it almost starts to slip off his walker and you kind of <laughs> let go of it, realizing how frail he actually is. So you read it and the first, uh, the first one on the list is Tammy Tuto's Foot Care Emporium. He uh, no sooner do you get the words out of your mouth that you got to head to Tammy Tutos and uh, Lars starts shuffling slowly towards the driver's seat. All right, Dan, why don't you go hop in the passenger seat over there? Yeah, uh, no, no, no problem at all. Um, hey, do you when you do runs, do you always wear um what are those? those house slippers? Are you okay to walk around in those? Dan, don't ask me questions. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, no, yes, sir. I'm sorry. Dan's gonna go and get into the passenger seat. Uh, you get in the passenger seat, Dan, and it is a solid four minutes until the man makes it to the driver's seat. <laughs> did, 
Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Lars, you you need help? He can't hear you outside the car. You he, you eventually see him shuffle over and pop the trunk, and he uh, struggles to get his walker folded and put in the back before slamming the trunk down and then uh, kind of staggering over to the driver's seat. Um, something strikes you as odd, Den, mm-hmm. as you uh, watch him fumble with the door. Okay. He he cannot seem to find the handle. <laughs> It's almost like he can't see it very well. Din's gonna kind of like slide over and uh, hit the the door on the inside and kind of pop it open for him. Yeah, you hit the door and like, or you slide over and uh, like the leather uh, of the seats, which is surprisingly nice, cr- like kind of crinkles underneath you as you mm. slide over and you pop the door handle and, and kind of jar it open a little bit. And he teeters precariously, but writes himself just the last second and uh, kind of plops down in the in the passenger seat. The whole car shifting as the suspension kind of catches up with the sudden shock. You uh, you okay there? It looks like you you kind of lost your balance for a second, sir. Oh yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Just a little bit of vertigo. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, it happens right. around same time every day. Okay. Is that? Is that something I should be worried about? Like, are we going to nope, be... Nope, we're good. Come on, let's go. Uh, yep. Yeah. Oh, yes, sir. All right. All right. So <laughs> he starts up the car and uh, it like lurches forward uh, as he hits the gas just way too hard. And he immediately <laughs> hits the, the front end of a dumpster <laughs> that's right in front of the car. Oh! And uh, oh. it skids forward a few feet and like crashes along the alleyway before uh, coming to a stop about 10 feet down the alley. Uh, and then he, you see him just slam it into reverse. Crackers! Hey, um, <laughs> Lars, sir, are you, how, you want to just let me drive? No, that's all right. I got it. I, I, I almost insist. <laughs> <laughs> he floors it out of the alleyway and onto the street. And um, it, it, then it is not a good ride. <laughs> but as you cross from the, the West End into the Hub and then into the Warrens, right before you get to the Warrens, there's kind of like a lull while you're at a, at a traffic light. What do you guys say to each other? So, uh, how long you, uh, you been doing this, sir? I said, how long have you been doing this, sir? <laughs> Hold on, dude. You don't need to yell. Oh, sorry. I can hear you. I've been doing this for a long time. Back when they first started this thing. Oh wow! I mean, I, from what I heard, that's yeah. It's. I don't want to be. How old? How old are you? Dan, don't you know it's rude to ask a man his age? <laughs> uh, I I do now. I thought that only applied to ladies, but yeah, sure. I mean, I'm I'm sorry. I my parents taught me to respect my elders. I'm I'm sorry, sir. Um, uh, I don't recall anymore. It's been such a long time. As he says that, the light turns green, and then you guys be, begin to head into the Warrens, and for the first time in months, uh, you see kind of the state of things. As you pass uh, that, you've always had the wall around the hub, right, mm-hmm. that separates the Warrens from the hub itself. As you pass under the archway of the wall, you notice for the first time that there are basically like two figures standing on either side of the road with a barricade across it. What? What? What's this about? And as you uh, kind of get nearer and nearer, you notice something odd about the movement of the two figures as they checkpoint cars that go into the Warrens and uh, checkpoint cars specifically, much, much more uh, intensely checkpoint cars and search them that leave the Warrens. Uh, hey, hey, Lars, real quick. Uh, I don't know what they're doing, but if they're looking for something or some what, I, I don't think I need it. It can't be me. You know, you know what I mean. I, I don't think they need to see me. Wow, what'd you do? 
Uh, uh, I, I tell you what, you avoid them, I'll tell you on the, the long way around. The line inches forward. I mean, is there a clear way out? Uh, not, not, not past blowing the checkpoint, but Lars would know maybe of a break in the wall or something that you guys could get through. Well, I mean, it's you, you tell me, like, would they know me as, you know, if they scam me, it's like, it's Din, it's the national terrorist that blew up the building. I'm not going to tell you that, Richie. <sighs> <laughs> now, what you could do is roll to read a sitch. <laughs> oh, I forgot we're playing a game. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Lars. Roll to read a sitch. Uh, that's plus sharp. And you can use Dr. C's stats. That's fine. I don't even need to. It's an 11. Oh, uh, so in this game, a, a six and under is a mix is a failure. A seven and nine is a mixed success. And a 10 plus is a full success. So on an 11, you can ask me three of the following questions. Where's my best escape route way and way past? Which enemy is most vulnerable to me? Which enemy is the biggest threat? What should I be on the lookout for? What's my enemy's true position? Or who's in control here? Uh, so, um, all right. So I guess, uh, first things first, uh, what should be on the lookout for? So they are mainly searching cars that are going from the Warrens into the hub. Uh, they're still like checking IDs and stuff at the, at the actual checkpoint itself from the hub into the Warrens, but it's much more, uh, intense on the Warren side. So escape route way and way past. I think that Lars has been in the city of New Haven and running this stuff enough and smuggled things from the Warrens into the hub and vice versa. Like he would know like a back alleyway, you know, through, through the wall, essentially that's, that's mostly unknown to the whoever is checkpointing right now. Um, and last one, who's in control here? I'll answer this one for Din because Lars would already know this. Mm -hmm. Din, as you kind of like start keep inching up to the checkpoint before Lars makes a move one way or the other, you see that the two figures that are manning this checkpoint are hunched over a little bit and, and very jerky in their movements. Uh, roll plus sharp for me real quick. Plus sharp. Oh no. Nine. On a nine, that's a mixed success. So you, the line inches forward again, and you see the figure that's checking your side. He is, uh, he's two cars ahead, but he kind of glances back and notices the, the black old mobile. I'm calling it an old mobile. <laughs> the <see>? old mobile. <laughs> he notices the black old mobile uh, and kind of marks it. And uh, But as he looks back, you notice in his mannerisms and movements, you've seen them somewhere before. Like past couple of episodes? Not necessarily past couple of episodes. More like back at the monolith when you were speaking to Von Braun, Braun, Von Braun. Hmm. You notice uh, pretty clearly based on Lars's role that these are two automatons. Ooh, that's not the good for me. Lars, what do you do? Alright, Dan, I don't know what you did, but we'll, we'll take the shortcut I know. I, I appreciate it. So Lars hits the gas and rear ends the car in front of him, backs up, hits the car God. behind him, and then pulls Look a U. Son of a gun! <laughs> he pulls a hard U turn just in the middle of traffic. <laughs> People are blaring at him, and you can hear the automatons exclaiming. <laughs> Um, as he as he drives away. Okay, I mean that works, I guess. So uh, he continues to drive, and you drive for an, about forty five minutes along the wall. It really doesn't take that long. The actual distance only takes about 10, 15 minutes, but Lars, with his bad vision, couldn't see the, <laughs> oh. the spot in the wall he was looking for. <laughs> but uh, he he eventually finds it, and you see this section of wall that's in a state of disrepair on kind of like the east side of the Warrens, that separates the east side of the Warrens from the east side of the hub. And you can see some fencing that's been put up over it. He kind of motions to you to get out and go move the fence to the side so he can get the car through. Oh, okay. Dan's gonna hop out and kind of peel the 
the fence back a bit and let him through. So then you start to peel the fence back a little bit, and when you do, you notice that there is a, a cruiser with markings that you can't quite make out, but the cruiser is colored in like this obnoxious like pink and blue, and it's it's moving on the Warren side in parallel to the road that the, the fence borders. Huh. What do you do? Can I, like, as I'm, I'm still kind of peeling it back, is that there any way I can make like a roll to figure out the markings, or is it too dark for me to tell? No, so it, it's middle of the morning right now, yeah. so you're you're good on time. Uh, I would say roll plus sharp for me. Oh man, it's an eight. So with an eight, that's a mixed success. You are able to see a little bit of the markings, but not enough to like. You can see the colors for sure, but you can't tell the markings quite. But what you do notice as you as it gets closer, you can hear like the spin up of audio, mm-hmm. and you hear like this what appears to be very looped, like repeated automated message. But you hear the, a voice come over very prompt and very cold say, Citizens of the Warrens, again, we at ZSG Unlimited are here for your safety and protection. We are here to make your lives as fulfilling as possible while also making sure that you are able to defend yourself from the terrors in your own home. Please remain indoors for the remainder of the day as we have declared a level five emergency. Thank you. And a message clicks off and the car drives past. What do you do? Huh. I guess he's going to finish pulling the, the fence back and then he's going to hop back in the car with uh, Lars. So you hop back in the car and close the door as, as Lars begins to drive through. He's driving towards the, the damage section of the wall for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, definitely going to hit it. I think, Lars, you, Lars, you got Lars, Still you got, going that way. No, you got to move. Turn. Turn. Lars, so, sir. It, I mean, sir, it's slow, but Lars, it's still going that way. Turn. You got... That's a wall. Lars, it's a wall. Did I know what I'm doing? I'm making like a sharp <laughs> left turn. Dang! He just, he just yanks the wheel and barely catches like some edges of the brick. Then you have a feeling that this hole in the wall was created by Lars. Oh. And, and every time he goes through it, he makes it a little bit wider. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, eventually you you get on the road into the Warrens and Lars lets you out. You go put the fence back. And as you get back in the car, Lars immediately, without waiting for you to shut the door, just slams it into gear and goes. <laughs> Crackers, dude! And uh, as you drive through the Warrens, you you see more of these automatons in, in pink and uh, blue, like baby blue colors. And you see more of these automated vehicles driving around, blaring these messages. The streets of the Warrens, where they're usually a hub of the most, you know, degenerate level activity, mm-hmm. just denizens all over the place. It is starkly quiet and extremely empty. You have a feeling there's still people there, but they're all kind of sheltering in place. Oh, this is weird. Hey, Lars, when did, uh, when did all this happen? All this is already happened after that daggum explosion at the Monolith Tower. Ah, great. Bunch of hoodlums up there, I'll tell you what. Yeah, a bunch of, bunch of guys that just waited way over their heads. Bunch of morons, if you ask me. I would agree with you 100%, sir. So as uh, Lars bumps his way through the east side of the Warrens, eventually you he like hard breaks at <laughs> the edge of a building and like it's got a giant foot protruding from it, uh, from the top of it. Just like the toes portion and the toes are hairy for some reason. <laughs> and uh, on the front of it, the sign reads, Tammy Two Toes Foot Care Emporium. Okay, so uh, what's, what's the deal here? Well, I don't know, you tell me, man. I can't read my thing. Uh, okay, uh, something about... 
protection. Ah, uh, yeah, old Tammy Two-Toes protection money. Okay. All right, Dan, let's go inside. I'll do the talking. Oh, of course. Yes, sir. Hey, hey, if you don't mind, would you mind getting out first and grabbing my walker? Not the one with the flames on it, because that's the one I save for the weekends when I go down to the club. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, sir. No, no problem. Dan's going to get out and kind of close the door. And under a breath, he goes, I'm the fastest street racer this city has seen and <laughs> I have been reduced to this. Huh. Dead, dead, dead. He's gonna try to grab the trunk but it's clearly not popped yet and he's gonna kind of like <laughs> be- bang on the back. It's a solid three or four minutes before he opens. <laughs> Lauren waves his hand out the window. <laughs> <laughs> the t- trunk! Sir! Mr. Lars, the t- trunk! Pop the trunk. Oh, my bad. Okay, one second. He pops it. <laughs> uh, the trunk Din, pops open. <laughs> Din, Din moves the flaming uh, walker and grabs the regular looking walker, I guess. Din, there is, uh, as you pop open the trunk and grab the walker out of it, you you find just the most impressive arsenal of weapons you've ever seen in your life. Oh, whoa. Uh, nope. Just gonna file that away later for... He's just going to grab the walker and then shut it really quickly and kind of like look around <laughs> to make sure no one saw. So pretty deserted street at this point, but um, you head around the side with the walker kind of unfolding it as you go. The door to Lars's side is still closed and he's kind of sitting in it, staring forward uh, behind his shades. <laughs> it's only now that you realize after waiting for a few seconds that you realize that Lars is definitely asleep. Uh, uh, uh. And then just gonna kind of like again, he's gonna like look down at the walker he's holding, look around at the streets that he used to know so well, and just kind of look up and breathe. Just, and he's gonna like gently tap on the glass. As you go to tap on the glass, uh, right before you do, your uh, wad dings with a message. Okay. And you look down at it, and it's from Nelson, and it says, "Did you kill him yet?" <laughs> And D- Dan's just gonna kind of like take a picture and send it to him and be like, I, I don't know. I think he kind of went out on his own terms. <laughs> Nelson sends you back a thumbs up with like a cheer, like a cheer, <laughs> cheer emoji. emoji. <laughs> so Dan's gonna like gently tap on the glass to see if like he stirs. <laughs> <laughs> The Din's gonna like pop like the door and then slowly open it. Who's there? He pulls ah! his gun at Din. Yes, as he yells, no, it, whoa, 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 he whips out a huge gun, Din. No, it did. It's Din, sir. Din. No. Nope. Uh, sorry. Just checking. Oh, hey, Din. Hey, how's it going there, man? Sorry. Oh. I think it dozed <laughs> off a little bit. Yeah, no, it's fine. I saw you back there admiring my Caddyshack in the trunk. You're, yeah, the thing that could take over the small city? That's quite the hardware, sir. Yeah, you like that? I'm very impressed. You get my wall? He's just gonna kind of like shake it a little bit and kind of push it towards him. <laughs> you, ra- you rattled the walker? Yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate mm. that. All right, let's go on in and tame it two toes and get that money. Uh, yes, sir. I won't be out here all dang day. Of course. That day Nelson always sending me out on these errands. He knows I'm like 100 years old, man. Holy crap, are you really? I don't know, man. I lost count a long time ago. <laughs> Listen, dude. Yeah, yes, sir. Listen. Yeah, yes, sir. 
We don't like Nelson around here. You know, back in the good old days when Clexfield was running this place, we had massage Wednesdays. <laughs> and bowling <laughs> Thursdays. Oh. Those some good times, man. Some good times. So what's what's wrong with Nelson? He locks me in a basement, man. Wait, he locks <laughs> you in a he locks you in a basement? No, Tim, I don't want to talk about it right now. Let's go, let's go on in Tammy Two Toes. Oh yes, sir. Oh. Whoa. So then you you step up on the curb and and you hear as you start to walk towards the door, you hear the the bump of the walker against the the curb. <laughs> And it just kind of bumps over and over again as he tries to keep pushing forward, not realizing that the curb's there. Did, did, without, because now Din's kind of getting the whole, pri- like, the pride thing. Uh, without kind of moving his hands, Din's going to, like, move his shoe over and just kind of, like, use his toe and kick it up so he gets over the hump. <laughs> and it, it pops up over the hump, and he uh, he steps up slowly onto the edge of the curb. And uh, you head into uh, Tammy Tutos. When you open the door, uh, you know how, like, most places have, like, a bell or something yeah it's the weirdest thing you open the door and like there's a <laughs> there's two feet above the door that slap together and it makes the most awful sound oh. you've ever heard you see like a, basically a large waiting area and then a counter in the back it's pretty run down i mean it doesn't look like the foot business is very good the foot business <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look like the foot business is very good in the warrants oh, you know no. people don't take care of their feet here oh man the world would be very disappointed. And you see, like, a uh, up on the, the... Nobody's tending the desk, but you see up at the desk, there's a foot-shaped bell with, like, a bone sticking out of the top of it that you press to make the bell sound. What do you do? You want me to ring the bell for you, uh, sir? Yeah, of course, man. We don't want to stand here all day. All uh, right, of course. And Dan's going to walk over and hit the bell a couple times. So you slap the bell, it dings, and uh, you hear some rustling in the back before out of the side door on the right-hand side of the desk, you see it kind of pop open. You see a woman step out, probably in like her mid-70s, and she's wearing like a hat with like a foot sticking out of the top of it and an apron and just some drab, you know, Warren's dress underneath it. Mm-hmm. She looks at, looks you up and down and looks back at Lars still getting in the doorway. <laughs> Okay. And she says, "Is that Din Vizel I see right now?" Uh, uh yeah, yes, ma'am. H- how are you? Din Vi, why, why are you in my foot restaurant? My, my foot restaurant. <laughs> oh, tasty. Din Vizel, why are you in my foot store right now? Um, if I'm being honest, I'm I'm, I'm with him, ma'am. She looks past you and uh, she kind of shuffles over to the side of the counter and she says, "Lars, you sexy son of a gun." I don't want to be here anymore. I regret this decision. <laughs> Uh, Dean said that audibly, out loud, <laughs> just not even realizing it. <laughs> oh, Tammy, you looking good as ever, girl. Lord, shuffle your shuffle your round took us over here and give me a hug. I've made many mistakes, and I regret oh, all of it. Thank my and Tammy shuffles over as Lars meets her uh, in the middle. <laughs> they exchange an awkward hug over his walker. <laughs> Dean looks at his wand, like looks at the time. It's like, she, oh boy. She says, Lies, my dear, how have you been? Oh, Tammy, you know, having to deal with that, that awful Nelson back at, you know, the rim was. Uh, now I'm taking this guy out on jobs with me. Can you believe that? He started today. I, I can't, honestly, I can't believe that, uh, you know, that, that he uh, joined the Rim Wars. He used to be like a some kind of bike racer or something. I don't even. Uh, uh, straight, straight racer, ma'am. You, ra- you ran like foot races in the streets? Uh, Tammy, is that what all the young kids are doing nowadays? 
Yeah, you know, it used to, in our in our day, Lars, it used to be about cars and stuff, but, uh, you know. Man, run a barefoot in the street. You must be getting some good business if you got a foot care emporium. Uh, you know, it's it's mostly athlete's foot. That's what we get in here. My God. Oh, well, you know, we got to take care of the athlete. Now, Lars. <laughs> Take care of the athletes. Oh, idiot, dude. Dang. That's good. <laughs> Hands on fire. That lies. That lies. Dad, I'm talking for a second. Now, lies. <laughs> tell me about. Uh, tell me about what you. What you. Uh, very round. Uh, round again. Your tuchus is. We get it. He's got a nice today. butt. That's. It's very. It's. Uh, just. It's one shape. What can I say? Well, you know, when Clegsfield was in charge, we used to have like. The, Pool aerobics. Pool aerobics. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> I'm crying. Oh my god. <laughs> Dan is not okay. Dan in real life is not this old. Okay, so don't anyone think <laughs> how knowledgeable he is in this kind of stuff. He's oh, I can't. Dan is Dan is having the time of his life right now. <laughs> oh, but ever since Nelson got in charge, he took away all of our special events during the week. He put me in the basement. That's a shame, honey. That's a shame. Yeah, it's awful. Tammy, you have no idea. I freaking hate Nelson. No, I know, Lars. And and listen, man. You honestly listen, listen, hon. You you need to. Why don't you just off him? To be honest with you, I mean that's what you do in the rimwash, right? Yeah. But I don't know, man. I'm kind of old now. No, you you looking you looking great, baby. You looking great. You think Honestly, so? I, like, yeah, you, the, uh, your your butt looks like two jars of pickles stacked together. You know what I mean? It's, two it's jars so of good. pickles. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Lars, I assume you're here for my protection, buddy. Is that it? Oh yeah. I almost forgot. Thanks for reminding me, Tammy. Nah, it's it's fine. I wouldn't want him to come smash my windows again because you forgot. So, uh, yeah, I get I get it from the back. And she kind of like shuffles out. It takes 15 solid minutes, but she shuffles out of the room to go to the back. Uh, Dan, you're left there with your thoughts. What do you do? <laughs> um, that's, oh, golly, I'm sorry. That's dangerous. Uh, Dan is, um, boy, aside from like texting Nelson, like, yo, do you, do you keep Lars locked in a basement? And then kind of like looks around at like the feet emporium, glances back at the still shuffling woman trying to get to the back and just mm -hmm, mm -hmm. after emotional breakdown with friends, basically almost dying to so zombie potential girlfriends, <laughs> sister almost dying. And now he's in this. When I tell you, Din Vesel is not having a good time. He is straight up not having a good time, bro. <laughs> This is, is this rock bottom for Den right now? Uh, I, is there something lower? Because he's there. <laughs> he's become <laughs> I guess we'll find uh, out. a babysitter for the elderly. And oh man, I agreed to record tonight. I shouldn't have. <laughs> As the ringing in your ears gets really, really loud, suddenly it's broken by the door swinging back open and she shuffles back into the room. Tammy shuffles back into the room and she's carrying a small envelope with a New Haven Bank and Trust crest on the front of it. She holds it out as she walks forward. And she's holding it towards Lars, but then I think to kind of preempt the 15-minute uh, walk, you just run over and snatch it real quick. Uh, I, I, I got it, ma'am. You don't have to trouble trouble yourself. Uh, thank, thank you. Thank you for this. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate that. Uh, of course, ma'am. And he's going to walk it over to Lars. Now, Lars, if you want to stay for a little while, uh, we can go in the back. I'm sure Dan wouldn't mind waiting in the car. 
I don't want to know what that means. No. Um, um, sorry, ma'am. I think, uh, Lars, we got to go. I think we're on a schedule, right? Lars, I got this special foot foot cream. I could, you know, it's it's lonely at the foot emporium. No, I know, Tammy. I, you know, I totally would stay. I just got to get this. I got to get this guy to the next stop. We're showing him his, we're showing him his rounds. Getting him, uh, getting his feet wet. The only thing Din can think about now is the sound of like mayonnaise being mushed around. <laughs> <laughs> Din's like the frozen in place at this point. <laughs> Tammy says. Tammy says. She like. <laughs> she leans against the counter, trying to be seductive. Uh, and she says. She says. <laughs> she says. Look at look at you, Laws. Always helping out the newcomers and everything. It's just you know you you and your you and your double jars of pickles. Go on and get out of here. Do your rounds. Cause see me later. When you get off when you get off at two, maybe we can go grab the early bird special at the at the barrel cracker together. The barrel cracker. All right. Well, I'll, I'll hit you up later, probably. Maybe. All right. Text me. Yeah. <laughs> this Dan's so. gonna wipe away the blood coming out of his nose and <laughs> starts walking to the door and holding it open for Lars, just not making eye contact at all. Oh, thank you, thank you, Dan. I appreciate that. Chivalry <laughs> is not dead. I tell you what. Yes, sir. Then you you briefly black out as you put the walker <laughs> back in the car and suddenly you're in the passenger seat driving again <laughs> to the next location. <laughs> oh, poor Dan. Uh, uh, Dan, what's our next stop? Are we going to Fritz's yet? That, yeah, as a matter of fact, yes. Uh, b- uh, Fritz's Banana Splits and Ice Cream Parlor, sir. Oh, yes. And Dan, you noticed that this one was, uh, whereas the other, like, it's a picture of a piece of paper and the other ones were typed out. This one was like, one of them that was typed out was scratched over and this one was written in on the side in a very old shaky hand. Hey, uh, real quick, uh, Mr. Lars, sir, uh, are you sure we're supposed to go here? This looks really unplanned, if that makes sense. Dan, are you questioning me? I've been doing this for 50 years. <laughs> he says as he swerves across the street. I would never. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you drive for a few more minutes. Uh, it's about like, uh, think like 40 mile an hour road, right? <laughs> okay. He's driving like 85, dude. <sighs> okay, again, fastest guy alive in his mind, Din Wiesel, is gripping the old crap handle and his seatbelt. So uh, he he breaks hard as you you see the outside the outside sign for Fritz's banana splits is an ice cream parlor, and he like hops the curb, but only with a couple tires, and stops in front of the door, uh, knocking over the outside street sign. Maybe maybe having a customer or two jump out of the way. Uh, what do you do? Uh, sir, do you want to maybe you want to park dot. In front of the door where people are trying to get in? Why would I do that? The door's closer <laughs> this way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, by that logic, sir, you're uh you're absolutely right. Just um you're kinda blocking the, the door for the rest of the people. Dan, where the rim was? Yeah? They can walk around us. Alright, let's go. Let's get inside <laughs> Fritz's. Yeah, um, yeah, yes, yeah, sir. So not so as not to belabor it again. It takes just about as long to get the walker out and all that stuff. It's about that time as you as you finally get Lars out of the car and set up with this walker. You start walking inside. Uh, the door opens and one of the automatons comes out and it's it's been done its best to made to be made to look very lifelike. Mm-hmm. And it's holding an ice cream cone and it's not actually licking it, but the mouth is open and you just hear like sound effects. <laughs> coming Ooh. off of it as it walks past you. 
but it's the first time you've seen one of these up close. It very much looks like just a, an upgraded version of uh, Von Braun from, from the monolith. Well, that's kind of cool. It nods to you as it walks past, but still making the sounds as it fakes, fake eats the ice cream. Okay. That's weird. So what are we, uh, protection. Uh, protection money again, sir. And an ice cream parlor? Yeah, we're getting protection money. Uh, okay, do you want me to get the uh, the manager for you? No, it's okay. I'll walk up. That they, they know me at the counter. I'll just go walk up to the counter. Okay. Lars shuffles up to the counter. The clacking of his walker on the linoleum tile just, it's grating everything inside of you, Din, as it happens. <laughs> Every time you hear, like, that tick, <laughs> like, you see Din, like, twitch a little bit in his eye. You see uh, a man with brightly colored hair behind the counter wearing uh, like a red and, and white striped shirt and, and blue pants. And he looks up and he says, hey, hey, Lars, yeah, Lars, good to see you, man. You here for your usual? Who is this? Lars, it's it's Fritz. Oh, Fritzy boy, yeah. I'm here for my usual. Okay, yeah, no problem. I Listen, I really appreciate uh, you coming in here frequent in our business and you know the, the protection afforded by the Ren Wars that way. What? Yeah. Fritz begins to work on what is easily the biggest banana split Sunday you've ever seen done. But the buddy, where? Hey, you want anything? Uh, the guy back there, Lars's friend. Yeah, Fritzy, why don't you get him a little dip cone from the freezer? Okay, yeah, no problem. I'll get him a dip cone from the freezer. Dip cone from. <laughs> he comes out with like a kid's cup dip cone. Oh, oh, um, thank, uh, thank, thank you. So the protection buddy, like we. We still need to get that, or? Lars is halfway to the door. Uh, oh, um, I guess we'll come back and see you next time, Lars. Fritzy boy, take it easy. Tell the wife I said hello. Yeah, we'll do, buddy. Let it, uh, okay, I guess we'll just come back and get this later. Lars um, is gone. He's already somehow back in the car eating his ice cream. Um, th- thank you. Thank, thank you for this. Um, and Din's gonna, I guess, take off towards the door. <laughs> So you, uh, again, black out as you get back in the passenger (laughs) seat and wake up as Lars is driving, eating ice cream with one hand. What do you, what do you say to him, Dan? So, okay. So I guess we'll just come back later and get, get the buddy. Um, thank you for the ice cream, sir. And, um, I was, uh, I was actually kind of wondering since we're kind of close to a, to an area, um, would, can we make like a, a stop real quick? Where do you need to make a stop at, Dan? There's, there's like a like kind of like a rundown school ran by a guy named Dr. Cogsbuckle. You know, he, he runs the joint. It's kind of kind of around the corner over here. I just went by just not stopping really, just kind of driving past it. Yeah, I don't care, man. Longer we're out, the less I have to see that Nelson's face. Uh, ooh, ooh, <laughs> uh, all right, uh, fair. Fair enough, I guess. I'll drop you on by. Thank you. So you guys head in the direction of uh, Dr. Cogswell School for Enlightened Children. Din, you notice as you pass along the road that leads up to like leads to beside the school, the road that passes beside the school, parallel to it or perpendicular to it. Excuse me. You notice the rubble of Uncle Merrill's Tattoo Parlor and Oyster House. You see several of those automated cars that are in the blue and pink color, and you can see the side of it now very clearly. And it says ZSG Unlimited on the side of it. Great. That's great. They're kind of parked around the the rubble of Uncle Merrill's, and you can see several of the automatons like awkwardly walking. Like think of, think of the Boston Dynamics robot trying to rock on rocks. Nice. You can see them like awkwardly struggling to walk through the rubble as they pick through things. Then you uh, you keep driving, and several more of those automated vehicles pass by, and you get to the road that parallels the school. It takes a second before you get up to it, and you almost think that you passed it mm-hmm. because 
what you see on second look is the school, the front, the front wall and fencing has been completely obliterated, and the front lawn is extremely tore up, and the school beyond it you can see like several large holes in the front facade of the school and the roof on the back half is mostly collapsed in. You see a hand-painted sign over the arching wrought iron gate that says ZSG Mobile Command Center. No way. Whoa. Uh, Lars, when did, uh, when did that happen? Is that around the same time? Kind of everything? I don't know, like that, that seems a little weird. Why would they, uh, why would they hold up at a rundown school? I don't know, beats me, man. Roll plus sharp for me. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nine. Uh, on a nine, you would vaguely remember the before you guys went to get Terrence back, and before mm-hmm. you you went to the sewers. One of the last things that happened was the new head of ZSG, uh, William, come over and make an announcement on an all broadcast saying that they it was their mission to lift up the people of the Warrens and protect them from themselves. Uh. Well, crackers. All right. Um, I mean, I guess uh, I got I got nothing left here. I guess. Uh, what's that say? Uh, the the red kettle in, sir. We gotta. That's our next uh, stop. Oh yes, the old red kettle. All right, Dan. Let's go. You're in for a treat. I I, I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> so he speeds off down the road again, driving way too fast, and it's. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a school zone that he passes through a couple times <laughs> until he again pops the curb and, and, <laughs> and parks in front of uh, a small black dilapidated building that says uh, with a with a sign that's hanging kind of crockside out the front of it that says the Red Kettle Inn. What, uh, what's uh, what's the intimidation thing? Again, Din, you notice that this one is kind of like scratched out and written to the side of it. So uh, yeah, what's up? What's what, what what is this about? I right, go on, Grandma Walker for me. Uh, of course, uh, yes, yes, sir. Din gets out. Hey, hey, Din. Uh, yeah, yes, sir. While you're back there, can you grab that bat? <laughs> <laughs> um, I I guess. Why why do you need a a bat, sir? Intimidation money, Din. Oh, crackers. Okay. Din grabs the bat that says intimidation, <laughs> like written in really bad Sharpie on it. Yeah, dude. It's like stained in blood. You could do- <laughs> totally see blood on it. Okay. Okay. And Din walks it up with uh, the walker and uh, hands it to him. So so you guys get up the front walk to the dilapidated building. Then you pull on the door handle and it kind of like comes off in your hand. Oh. The door also goes slightly ajar, so you just pull it open. <laughs> and you look inside and the Red Kettle Inn is very obviously abandoned completely. <laughs> uh-huh. And, it, and you see like, <laughs> you see just this big empty room with a single very comfy ratty chair in the middle of it. Okay. okay. <laughs> and uh, as you step into the room, Lars shuffles past you and you see like a gigantic rat scurry across the floor. <laughs> what? Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Lars uh, very quickly seeing the rat takes the bat from you and smashes down on top of it, splattering into a big like, like puddle of blood. What? Whoa! 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 What, what's up? Okay. Finally got him. I've been trying to get him for weeks. <laughs> and then Lars shuffles over and sits down in the comfy chair. This is his hideaway spot. From oh, Nelson. No. <laughs> oh no! Um, okay. So I'm I'm at a loss, sir. What's um What's going on? He's already asleep, dude. Oh. 
Oh. Oh. Oh. You know what? Okay. Um. <laughs> Jin lays down and goes to sleep. <laughs> He's going to take a He's going to take it down from the corner. Um, now, Din's going to, I guess, um, while he's kind of napping, Din's going to kind of like poke around his little hideout just to see what all is like around, like what all is here. Yeah. You know what? Roll to, uh, roll, roll to read a sitch. All right. 13. On a 13, that's uh, 10 plus. You find several like false walls in here just with more and more guns and weapons. You also find a couple of like accolades that are given to Lars from Klegsfield and Friggin specifically. And you also find like old pictures of a young Klegsfield. You've only seen him a few times, but you would recognize like the severe brow anywhere. Right. You see um, just like basically as you find more and more of like his stuff. Uh, you know, behind these these false walls and false shelves and everything, you kind of get like a picture that Lars at one time was apparently like super well regarded in the remorse, huh. and that you see a story of pictures that as Clegsfield came up in the remorse, Lars was kind of like his number two, mm. until eventually you see him standing beside Friggin in in Clegsfield in a picture, and Lars standing there with it almost looked like a retirement party. Ah, oh, that's nuts. This is. I'm sorry. And Dins just kind of kind of like look down at the pictures, look around at like all like the arsenal of weapons and go, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> what? The Dins going to sit like he's going to put the picture book down and like close all the stuff and like kind of go over and kind of tap the walker a little bit. Uh, Lars? Lars? Huh? Hey, what? um, yeah, yeah. St- still did. So... How'd you get in here? We came together, <laughs> sir. Are you here to steal my weapons? No. No, definitely not that. Wouldn't even dream of it at this point. <laughs> um, uh, so you and, uh, Mr. Redwar and Friggin, you guys go, like, way back. Oh, I see you found my pictures. I didn't mean to snoop. You've, you know, just kind of been sleeping for a minute and I had to buy some time. Do you normally do that when people are sleeping? You normally go through their stuff and look around? It's a toxic, <laughs> it's a toxic trait of mine and I'm working on it. I'm really sorry. <laughs> yes. Times used to be a lot better. Dan's kind of like eyeing him. That's like, and? Yeah, I used to be, uh, I used to be the number two. That's awesome. That's really important. Yeah. When I got done, I passed it down to Friggin. Friggin took over. You know, it's, it's strange, you know, I, I find it really hard to believe that, uh, Nelson didn't do something to Clegsfield and Friggin. Like, Nelson's the reason why they're gone? There's no way that they would give up that easily. I mean, Nelson's kind of a, a douche sometimes, but like, I don't, I don't I don't see him just... Nelson is a fairy compared to Clegg's field. Oh. Okay. <laughs> they no way. Ain't no way this was an accident. This was done on purpose. Nelson took over. Now he treats me like a dog doo-doo. I can see that. That's really actually kind of cruddy of him. I think it's how you're... Doesn't he know how old I am going back out on the streets like this? That's not good for your back. Do you think I enjoy seeing Tammy Tutos every Wednesday? I'm going to say yes to that one. Kind of, but not okay. really. Sometimes it's kind of nice to see an old friend, but you know, it's a little weird sometimes. She's kind of into you, sir. Dan, do I look like I want to be in a relationship? Uh, do you want me to answer that truthfully? No, not really. 
All right, I'll keep it to myself. <laughs> yeah, now I just come here with all my memorabilia and just waste a bunch of time. I come back and pretend like I did something today. Well, I mean, you kind of, you des- you deserve it, sir. I mean, you essentially built up the Renoirs from scratch with Mr. Renoir. I mean, it it makes sense. You- You're damn right I did, Din. See, you get me. You get me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I 100% get you, sir. <laughs> it's Din. It's, it's about that time that Lars uh, begins to struggle to stand upright from the chair, uh, kind of like grabbing at his walker before he finally rides himself, and uh, he slips his slippers back on. <laughs> And uh, you have no idea when he took him off. <laughs> what? And he, he slips him back on. And uh, it's about that time that you notice one of the tennis balls has fallen off the foot of his walker. Oh, uh, hold, hold up, sir, before you start to, before you start uh, wa- walking uh, to the car. And Den's gonna bend down and put the tennis ball securely back on the on the foot. Oh, thank you, thank you, Dan. I appreciate you fixing my walkie for me. Uh, uh, but yeah, nope, no problem. I'm, I'm always here to, to help, sir. I saw you eyeball my slippies, too. Yes, yes, I'm bad. I'm a little jealous that you could be so comfortable in this line Maybe of work. I'll get you a pair one day. Ba- baby. <laughs> you know, what's, what's next on the agenda? Well, we gotta go to... Twinkle Tinkle Music School? And, uh, the loan collection, sir. Oh! Baby, Love collection. I always look forward to this one. This is a good one. Uh, I am. Then you're about to see some, about to, about to see old Lars and his his heyday. I cannot wait, sir. He shuffles quickly. Well, you know, relatively quickly towards the door. Uh, obviously, a little bit rejuvenated after his nap. <laughs> and uh, then you look around one more time at the place and at the old chair and uh, follow him out the door and into the car. Before I do, before I get actually in the car, then he doesn't always have like tools on him and stuff like that. But like like a little kind of pocket screwdriver, like the, the one and all tool, like a multi-tool. And he's going to really quickly reattach the handle for Lars and kind of lock it and make sure like it's kind of like it's it's sturdy again you know what I mean oh nice yeah that's good and then uh Din's gonna hop in the car so you hop in the car and Lars uh, before you're fully seated immediately starts driving and the door slams closed <laughs> right. just from the force okay. of it <laughs> and you pass by uh back the other way uh past the school again you kind of shake your head at it as you see it again. Kind of a stark picture, just remembering everything that you've gone through with the dock and, and Boulder. And it, it all kind of hits you again as you see it. Uh, you pass by Uncle Merrill's and the ever-familiar alleyway. And you kind of look down at just out of nostalgia's sake, uh, expecting to see Lady Ridna standing there somewhere. And it's empty. Dan's going to let out like a really, not like a super depressed side, but it's like that whole, it's like, it, you know, it's, it's a defeated side at this point. You see several like helio, uh, helocraft fly overhead, painted in the blue and pink of ZSG. They they have basically scanners on the bottom of it, um, and you hear the the loudspeakers snap on and yelling at at some people that are out and about in the distance. You notice that none of the ZSG automated vehicles have said anything to Lars or Lars's car. Mm-hmm. You notice that as you go, you you hear it. You hear the loudspeaker snap on and some harsh tone voice from the helocraft, and then it kind of like takes a sharp dive towards the ground and it goes out of view behind one of the shacks. You hear like a loud commotion as as Lars continues driving. Kind of go about midway through the Warrens when uh, you see a building in the distance, kind of set by itself, 
with a large music note on top of it and a treble cleft off to the side. And you see a sign that says uh, Twinkle Tinkle Music School. You see a line of uh, a line of kids exiting the front the front door of the building as Lars drives quickly towards them. No, no. Whoa, 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 Lars. Sir, brakes, 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 kids. Kids, 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 brakes, brakes. He slams on his brakes really hard. Yeah. <laughs> All the kids scatter out of the way uh, as the as the front bumper comes dangerously close. Dan kind of pops the door open. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's uh, bad eyesight. I'm, I'm terribly sorry. All the kids are like super rattly dressed, like uh, very, very, you know, warns. And uh, a couple of them flip you the bird as they as they walk past. Yeah, fair enough. Lars flips my bird back. Uh, <laughs> okay. And then Lars pulls up and pops the tire up onto the curb. So, uh, the just the the walker, sir. All right, gentlemen, I need my walker, my brass knuckles. Oh. And my fedora. Okay. Um, sure. Sure. Yeah. And uh. Then kind of gets out and closes the door, and again waits and taps on the trunk like truck, <laughs> sir. He pops the trunk. Din. Yeah, sir. It's in the it's in the twinkle it's in the twinkle tinkle music school bag. You have a bag you have a bag <laughs> for this, sir. Uh, uh, all right. And Din kind of like shuffle like pushes like high caliber rifles and pistols aside, <laughs> look for a bag <laughs> with twinkle tinkle on it. You see the you see the bag and you see like brass knuckles and a spike club and a lead pipe and a few things inside of it and you grab the brass knuckles out of it and then off to the side like in a special like hard foam container you you see fedora like written in a label maker on the side of it <laughs> okay and you crack it open and like a light shines out of out of the inside of the case <laughs> and, and it pops open and there's like the most pristine like old school gangster fedora you've seen oh. in in your life. Uh, uh, oh. of, of course, of course there's lights. Uh, uh, Din's gonna gently grab it and kind of like brush some of the, the dust that's been probably sitting on it and uh, br- brings everything uh, to, to Lars at the front. Hey guys, sir. Thank you, Din. Appreciate that. Hey, can you, can you help me out of the car? Yeah, no, no problem. Din's gonna kind of like bend down and give him a shoulder. So you uh, you help him stand up and get him behind his walker and and even to the point of like sh- escorting him around the front of the car and kind of helping you know bump it up onto the curb. Yeah. You head up the front walk and the door is still open from the kids exiting. You see like a very slender man inside. Not sl- not the slender man. That would be huh. terrifying. You see a very <laughs> you see a very slender man uh, like in a suit vest and uh, slacks inside. Very well dressed for the Warrens. And he sees you coming and sees Lars uh, now wearing the fedora behind you. His face immediately goes white. Uh, oh, so what's uh, what's the protocol here, sir? Dan, why don't you go open that door for me? Uh, of course. No, Dan casually jogs up and pops the door open for him. Yeah, you pull it. You pull it more open so his walker can pass through. And the guy, like from the inside, he has a bunch of instruments and everything scattered around, and he kind of starts backing up a little bit, eyes wide, and he goes. Uh, Mr. Mr. Greenbrier, I, 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 listen, I, I know, I swear I'll have the money. And Din, now that you're going to better look at this guy, you notice that he's got like a black eye and like his, his right arm is bandaged and he has like a, like a brace around uh, one of his knees. No way. No way. Uh, M- Mr. 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 Greenbrier, I, I swear I'll have, I'll, I'll get the money. I'm sorry. Please tell, tell Mr. Oh, 
right, Twinkle Toes. Tell Mr. Nelson I, I'll have the money for him. I, I just, school's been light. You know, the kids in the Warrens can't pay with anything. We're just trying to bring music and a little bit of happiness to the Warrens. Everything's been so bad lately. Please, I, I'll have the money soon. Well, that's what you said three weeks ago. No, I, I, I know I paid what I could. Please, please, I, I, I just... You know what we're going to have to do, Twinkle Toes. Please, I, Lanny kind of looks over and pleads at you, eyes wide, Dan, and he's, he says... I, Please just, can you talk uh, talk to him? Please tell Mr. Nelson I'll, I'll get him the money. Uh, Lars, sir, like, uh, look, uh, he he's clearly he's clearly been through some stuff. Did, and he's going to kind of, like, look at the guy, like, did he did he do this to you? Uh, he looks, like, glances toward Lars, again, eyes wide, obviously terrified of the man. And, and then you notice for the first time that Lars is, like, standing up a little bit straighter. And with his, like, full gangster regalia, even though he's just frail old man, he is, like, kind of terrifying in this moment. And he says uh uh no no i i uh i had a i had an accident and, and fell uh in the back of the in the back of the school so i'm it, that was it was my fault uh no mr lars would never do that okay um so when when will you have the uh the money dan why don't you go wait in the car are you sh- are you sure i mean i could go sit out in the lobby with all the moms uh, <laughs> okay what's up yes sir but what's uh what's about to happen here just dan yeah Go sit in the lobby. Yes. Yes, sir. Dan's going to kind of like turn and slowly start to walk out to the lobby. Dan, as you move towards the lobby, um, as you kind of close, start to close the door behind you as it's closing, uh, you look back in one last time and see Lars push the walker to the side and stand up straight. No way. And when he's not hunched over, I mean, he's a big dude. And uh, he doesn't walk fast. I mean, he's still an old man, but he, like, shuffle walks, but with this aura around him, and he slips the brass knuckles onto one hand, and you can hear the guy start to plead, and you shut the door as you hear thuds and impacts and screaming, and uh, you sit out in the lobby. It's about 30 minutes, and and the screaming and crying has been pretty constant, and the door opens up, and you see Lars shuffle out with his walker. Everything all right there? Just kind of got loud for a really long time. All right, Dan, let's go on and head back. Uh, sh- uh, sure. And uh, Dan's going to get up and open the door. So he shuffles He shuffles out through the door, and you guys make it out on the step outside of the school. What do you do? So is this a normal thing for uh, for you, sir? Listen, Dan, you, didn't, you don't get to where I am without making a few enemies and being a jerk. But you got to do what you got to do. I got to where I am today by doing what I needed to do to get by. I get that. Sure. I guess uh, but before we head back, uh, there's there's just one one last one last stop uh, I kind of need to make before we head home, sir, if that's okay with you. Sure, Dan. Hey, you know what? Why don't you drive Monica to where we need to go? You sure? Yeah. I'm going to take a little nap. Uh, yeah. Yes, sir. No, no problem. That didn't helps him into the passenger seat. You open into the passenger seat and go put the uh, now very bloody brass knuckles back in the bag for uh, Twinkle Tinkle Music School. <laughs> and put the fedora back in its case and then close the trunk, uh, kind of looking back up towards the school. And then you hop in the driver's seat and you, you switch on the car, hit the gas pedal. And now you realize something kind of interesting. He wasn't just taking off because he was an old guy hitting the gas pedal way too hard. Like this car's got some power. Mm. You have you have had fast race cars, mm-hmm. and you're pretty sure that this old this old mobile 
could take all of them. So kind of like f- feeling out the throttle and everything like that, Din starts relaxing more just because his safe spot and his in his own mind is just driving no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. And realizing the car's got a little much to it, he kind of get, gets like that, not cocky smile again, but that old like feeling of racing again or the feeling how he used to get kind of thing. And uh, he kind of gingerly, and I say this in air quotes, uh, goes to the drop location uh, in front of the sewers. You go to one of the sewer tunnels, that spot where you came up after the warehouse job. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of go down the embankment and, and see the large uh, circular grating of the sewer tunnel. You pull up to the side of it. What do you do? Uh, Din leaves the car, like puts it in park, leaves the car running though, um, grabs his bag that he got from uh, Nelson, kind of walks it to right next to the the great entrance basically and kind of like hangs it on like a protruding like like rebar with a note on it that says to lost cat uh make sure the kids and you get what they need this will be a once a week or like a once a day kind of a recurring thing around this time and he's gonna leave like kind of getting Lars's schedule I guess like if this is a normal thing for him he wrote like around two ish yeah when Lars knocks off for the end of the day (laughs) yeah basically I like it man he's gonna like put the little note in front of the sack and then uh wrap his knuckles like let his like knuckle rest there for a second in the way in the same way that rat boy called warwick that one time yeah and then uh din turns and walks back to the car and kind of sits and like looks in the rear view for a minute to see if like the door opens and then slowly begins to pull off as you're driving away and up up the embankment you look back in the rear view mirror just as you see a long jet black spindly clawed hand uh, snake through the grate and grab the bag. Dan's gonna kind of like smile to himself and then, you know, proceeds to go back to Nelson's. And that's where we'll end it for this week. Thank you for joining us for another episode of SideQuest. I am Joey and I've been your GM. Lars, uh, can you hear me? Lars. What? Lars, I want to thank you for joining us for the podcast this week. You were a fantastic addition that I hope you keep around for. <laughs> Nah, you know what, uh, Din, you can just tell him later. Din, thanks for joining us this week, man. How you feeling at this moment? Uh, oh, sir, could you please, please, I, I, I need help. And he's going to like, kind of like hold up like a little <laughs> sign in front of like his chest and just like SOS, help me. <laughs> oh man, there's no good, there's no good situations, Din. <laughs> Oh man, uh, no guys, I had uh, out of character. I had a, a lot of fun this week. This was a, this was this a fun was episode. Oh man, it was, it was awesome. What what some we had some good turns, some good twists and turns this week, dude. Oh man. Uh, well, I want to thank two of the greatest PCs that uh, that that exist. Honestly, I, I put them up against anybody. Dan, uh, this was this has been great, man. Did you have fun playing Lars? I did. I really enjoyed it. Although I'm really going to need some water here in a second. <laughs> I bet you are. I bet you are. Man, that was that was awesome. That That's probably genuinely my favorite character yeah. that exists new, in this new podcast. New favorite character, dude. No way. <laughs> uh, Richie, man, Din gets more and more complex as we go along. I love it. Uh, I, I love it. Dude. <laughs> I, again, I can't stress how much non-prep goes into this stuff <laughs> and again if you would have kind of given me a hint as to what was going to go down no way whoa of course I, not dude we had some 
some real lows the past couple episodes, and then this episode's gonna reach everyone and gonna go, what happened? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going, I know. what happened? Holy crap! That's ugh. well, I I love it because I like so. Uh, <laughs> we're in the end of the episode, so I can talk about this. Well, I sent the guys a list of four places that we were going. That was the list that that uh, Lars had, and told them nothing about what was going to happen in each of the places. <laughs> so it was just a, it was a good time all around. Were you surprised, boys? Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Oh man! Yep. Well, so. <laughs> Listen, I'd be remiss if I did not mention our sponsors. First off, we'd like to very much thank Instacart, I-N-S-T-A-C-A-R-T.com, Instacart.com. You can check them out on the App Store uh, or on iOS or Android. Android? Android. Android. And uh, with that, you can get groceries delivered to your door. If you use the link below in the episode description, you can get a special discount, and it helps us out and helps them out. And speaking of helping us out, we also would like to thank Buzzsprout, B-U-Z-Z-S-P-R-O-U-T.com, Buzzsprout.com. With Buzzsprout, you can host your podcast. Uh, you can woo, sorry boys with buzzsprout you can host your podcast uh and get it out to all of the major podcatchers and uh they make it really really easy especially if you're a small podcast uh kind of like we are and don't have any like sound editing skills or whatever all you got some microphone in a dream well they've got a dynamic mastering tool that is uh really 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 good and can make you sound way more professional than you have any right to be and so check out Buzzsprout.com and get uh, some money off on your first three months. And we also get a little bit of kick from that. So we'd like to thank Instacart and Buzzsprout for staying on as sponsors through uh, season one. Um, and along with that, I would very much again like to thank my uh, two of my favorite people in the entire world. Dan. Thank you, Dan. For show. <laughs> for show. And Richie. Thank you, Richie. Yes, sir. Guys, this was one for the books. I will probably re-listen to this episode personally like 500 times because I thought it was so great. So uh, let's get out of there so I can start editing. You got it. Take it easy, y'all. Be safe. All right. Peace out. Who's doing the last line? Dan, give us something for the last line. And that's when Lars realized he was probably going to die. Checking the levels. Hey, looks good. Testing one, two, and I'm, dro- I'm glad we dropped that dead weight out of the Discord, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh. He'll never hear it. No. Nope. It's okay. Unless it's at the end of the episode. <laughs> Burning Ew. him when he's not even here. Hey, Cruz. You got to. <laughs> Speaking of dropping dead weight. Oof.